0: Come celebrate Dia de los Muertos with Seth and Warm 106.9 at Evergreen with Shelley Funeral Home and Cemetery. Wednesday, November 1st from 4 to 7 with traditional Mexican dancers, sugar skull decorating, a luminary parade, and more. It's Dia de los Muertos at Evergreen with Shelley, the largest cemetery in Seattle on Aurora Ave North
1: and 111th. Whoa! (laughs) Hi, guys! Hello! Hey! Well, I think the biggest thing we want to start with... Is someone we lost this week? Anyone? Go ahead, tell us who it is. <laughs> who did we lose this week? Suzanne Summers.
2: Oh, yes. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. That was a surprise. I mean, I guess we hadn't, at least I hadn't heard about her in a long time. She was what, like 76, 77?
1: It was a day before uh, she was going to turn 77. That's still young, but still, she was in her 70s. Yeah. Like, I still see her as Chrissy. You know? I know. Right. Me too.
2: Yeah, with the cute little uh, pigtails. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, she was interesting because she was kind of, kind of a handful of women. Um, the other one I'm thinking of is Lonnie Anderson, who sort of like, well, Lonnie Anderson was different, but they were both kind of fighting against that dumb blonde thing. You know, yeah. and Suzanne Somers kind of leaned into it and Lonnie Anderson kind of leaned away from it. You know, her character was definitely mm-hmm. smarter and, and Chrissy, Suzanne Somers, was definitely ditzier. And she kind of fought against that for the rest of her career, you know. But she was so good, such a good comedian. And it's been it's been a while since I've watched Three's Company. I was a kid when it came out, but I watched it again as an adult. And to me, it still held up because I love that kind of slapstick kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I was really sad to see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just before birthday. I hate that. I hate when people die on their birthday. Yeah. I, know. I mean, I suppose there's a symmetry to it, but it's still weird.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or when they die on your birthday. That's bad, mm. too. Oh, that sucks.
2: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I have a friend whose birthday is 9-11, so oh, oh. that, that kind of sucked for her for a while. I mean, it's, <laughs> it still does, but, you know, with time. My oh. my grandmother's birthday was... um. Pearl Harbor Day oh my goodness but because I when I was a kid I didn't really know anything about history and so I always (laughs) thought oh that's so sad for her that she was born on Pearl Harbor Day you know like that must have been thinking it happened in like 1750 (laughs) and it was only later that I went oh wait no other way around that's actually worse (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah And then John Ritter passed away many years ago, so Mm -hmm. that would just be Joyce DeWitt would be the only one of the three who's who's still alive. Yeah. Um, Is she? In fact, is she?
1: I think we're Googling. Yeah, it doesn't have a death date, so... Oh, wait. Yeah, it looks like she's still around. Oh, she's sending love to Suzanne Somers' family. Oh, good. Uh, Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think they didn't get along for a while. I, I don't remember why or how, but that seems to be what I remember.
1: They, there is the the real story was uh, it said be it was all and and I thought I had heard this the contract negotiations
2: oh because Suzanne Summers probably made a lot more money
1: yeah um, and she held yeah. out for more money and then was off the show I don't know if it was permanent or for a while I can't remember
2: you know, I was thinking I've been on this Friends binge. Lately, it's so good, and <laughs> I was thinking lately about how it really was kind of novel. I-, I believe that the six of them negotiated together at the beginning. I'm sure the salaries were different, but by about halfway through, friends, they were all making the same amount of money, and they purposely did that. And I think that was so smart, you know. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like they just happened to luck into six six really good-hearted but strong-willed and smart people who all had good agents, or if it was just dumb luck, and you go back and you look at Three's Company and you're like, okay, well, there was a time when Suzanne Somers was the draw for that show. John Ritter may have been the more famous of the three of them, but by the time the show got rolling, everybody was tuning in for Suzanne Somers. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: so, you know, I don't really know what it was, but my guess is she was making a lot less than him because he's a man and she's a woman. And she was probably demanding more than everybody else. And what what would it have been like if the three of them had been like the cast of Friends and just all gone in and said, okay, we're, they're making money hand over fist on us, so let's all do it together. Maybe that wasn't possible in those days, or, or maybe they didn't have as good agents, or I don't know.
1: When you think about Friends and how long it went, and that they actually still seem to be all Friends. Right. That, what you, a better you, way.
2: You hear a lot of stuff about Matthew Perry and how unhappy he was during the show because of personal things,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but you don't ever hear about a falling out amongst the six of them. And not like Sex in the City where they're like, oh, my God, what, what dysfunction. <laughs> what a great show with such horrible dysfunction, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, and then Three's Company, and then there's other shows where you're like... They all hated each other and, and still made it through. So And Friends, the other thing about Friends was I think they didn't even want to do it anymore. I think they just were like, by season eight, they were like, fine, pay us a million dollars an episode. And they were like, okay. And then they had to, like, <laughs> then they had to do it, you know. <laughs> do,
0: you, do you guys ever feel like the most dysfunctional cast or team sometimes are the most successful?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Certainly in radio. Yeah, I was going to
0: say in radio, I've seen a lot of morning shows that would be so dysfunctional, but they have Mm -hmm. the most listenership. And it wasn't because of that. It's just because they knew how to act like they loved each other or liked each other. Mm
2: -hmm. There was a morning team in Los Angeles that was the sweetest. They were just your most bestest friends in the whole world when you woke up and you just had images of them spending the whole day together and and I found out that for twenty years they didn't even talk to each other when they weren't (gasps) on the radio. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Wow. Like how in the hell did they do that? You know? But they did it all the way to the bank, you know?
0: We had one in St. Louis. There was a a couple of guys and I thought they were the funniest funniest guys ever someone told me a a little background and was like okay don't say this out loud anywhere but those two hate each other's guts they hate each other they will never hang out
1: ever
3: (laughs)
0: yeah i've heard i've
1: heard of that a lot and i think how do you do that how do you go to work every day when and smile and laugh and be funny when the person across from you is somebody you just despise
2: I don't know. I don't know how people do it.
1: Or um, married people. You know, we had in Seattle a couple that was married morning team, but then they got divorced and the show fell apart. And it's like, oh, man. But did,
0: wow. did they do did they last for a while while they were separated? Like, did they still do uh. a morning show? I know one morning show there was a married couple and then they
1: uh, some huge drama and mm-hmm. they still kept at the show. I think you're right. They were able to keep going for a while, and um, because you know they're under contract, right? They've signed things, and yeah, of course,
2: yeah, you're under contract, but Mm -hmm. yeah, but there's a point at which the contract gets renewed, and then you have to make that decision: are you are you with it or not? And yeah, it's weird. It's hard because radio is very like, for the most part, you're being yourself. Um, There's some artifice, but the best shows are where you're really just as honest as you can be with the listener. Clearly, that's there's not honesty there, or, or there isn't. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not like you're lying and talking about, hey, what a wonderful marriage we have. You're talking about completely different things, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, or life as you know it, and it's easy to talk around it. But I don't think I would be, you know, maybe 25-year-old me would be okay with it, but 55-year-old me would, like, be not pulling any punches. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. well, speaking of speaking of couples that you don't know whether they get there together or not, can we talk about Will and Jada?
1: Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like what? now you tell us seven years later, now you tell us. Okay, Honey. I'm hearing different things. So
0: tell me what each of you know, and I, I will chime in because there's something else that I like a piece of it that I was like,
2: what? So uh, all I know. I know is that suddenly there's this been media onslaught of Jada because she wrote a book, a memoir. And I haven't read her memoir. Obviously, I'm sure it's about her growing up and all that kind of stuff. And then she, so she's been on this book tour. And so the, uh, she, I think the first big media she did was an interview with Hoda Kotb last week, which I actually oddly happened to catch. I don't usually watch that stuff, but there I was. She basically said that she and Will Smith have been separated for seven years. Mm-hmm. And she kind of owned up to the, she, she didn't even call it an affair, just the extra, whatever, she, what was the word, entanglement? But that wasn't the word she used with Hoda. <laughs> that was
0: a months ago term. Yeah. Entanglement. That was the
2: months ago term, entanglement. Yeah, yeah that Chris Rock that, pointed out. <laughs> now she just call, it's called it, I don't know, relationship or something with another person. But that they've been separated, but also they're not divorced and they're never going to get divorced because they don't want to be divorced because they're still, like, partners as parents and they're best friends and they love being together and they love hanging out together, but they're not married or together, even though they're never going to not be together. I'm just like, (laughs) what? What? Now, I kind of believe her version of like how things unfolded. Like she, she, like the rest of us, she thought it was fake too. She's like, "Oh, this must be some stunt they cooked up and didn't tell anything about us until, until Will came and sat back down and she could see that he was seething." Mm-hmm. And she, she said, when he said, "You know, keep your wife's blanky blank your name, my wife's name out of your mouth," she was like, "I'm not his wife." <laughs> she just like <laughs> they hadn't called each other husband and wife in several years, and so that was kind mm-hmm. of shocking to her too, and. I don't know, man. They're just weird people. And then (laughs) today I saw that he showed up like she was she did a book signing in Baltimore, which is where she's from. And like her whole family was there. And he showed up with the kids and was like, I'm here to support Jada and we're like best friends. (laughs) So anyway, that's what I know.
1: I just know if I was somebody that wanted to date one of them, haha, I wouldn't (laughs) be. But I wouldn't want to be in that kind of entanglement. Yep agreed
2: that's way too complicated like how would you Mm -hmm. know where you stand you know
1: weird because all of a sudden she said it on one and then it was all over the media it's everybody has her on she's on all these podcasts I'm like okay I'm done already I know I I do and I don't
2: I I used to be kind of neutral on Jada like I really don't you know I like I don't like her or dislike her she's just Jada but she kind of there's something that bugs me there's some artifice there I can't figure out what it is and I don't know if it was like the lighting like with Hoda Kotb, it was all this really soft lighting and it was all so pretty and I don't know I just it just <laughs> didn't feel real to me but now Anna dish your dirt what'd you hear
0: okay okay so um um I had been sort of hearing things from like some posts from old friends and so one um person pointed out this article and sharing it saying this article says with with a little caption saying so let me get this straight Will Smith's first wife Cherie Zampino divorced her second husband in 2015 and Will Smith separated from Jada Pinkett Smith in 2016 because that was all put out there right it right. all makes sense now and then there's a full story but my friend on her own post from sharing that says now since they welcome us in their business by telling it all this is making sense I remember when Will jumped out that plane the first person he hugged on the video I saw was Cherie at that time, I said, hmm, that's interesting. Okay, I'm done. I wish everyone well. So we don't know his situation because it's more on Jada that we're, we've we been focusing on. But now someone's saying, yeah, I remember when, they, when, when he, sh- he hugged his ex-wife before he even hugged Jada and all that kind of thing. I think I'm more looking at, like, everyone just kind of coming up with their own theories. And I don't care, <laughs> but... It all bugs me, but I don't really care as much as I did back when, you know, the big slap and when Chris Rock did his comedy show a year, a year later. Then I was done. They I, brought it back.
2: <laughs> I think Chris Rock's comedy show was so good. and We talked about it after it happened. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like he, he really addressed it better than any of them so far, you know? I um, mean, this
0: would be a great opportunity to, ha- to, to have a number two, to... To do another show with all this that's happening this week. I mean, collect everything you need to for a couple months or whatever, but really get on this, Chris, because I want to hear what you have to say about right.
2: about it all. About this now, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was something that she said that I had never heard before, that Chris apologized to her, like, during the break. Like, he he's I can't remember exactly what she said but right after the slap and then they went to a commercial break Chris immediately leaned over to Jada and said I don't remember what she said but are you okay you know that was a joke I'm sorry or something like that that he immediately reached out to her like within moments of this whole thing happening Mm -hmm. I never heard that before ever yeah and and she still she claims that she wasn't she was a little bit, she didn't even realize that he had actually hit him. Like, the whole thing was a blur to her oh. until until the end of the show when Will's agent or manager, somebody came up to them and said, Chris has already left, and don't worry, he's not going to press charges. And Jada was like, Ooh. press charges for what? <laughs> and it's like, well, Whoa. she didn't even realize that he'd actually landed a blow. Well, I kind of if- believe her on all of that. Like, I do think it's one of those things that was so weird and fast and surreal that she probably didn't have any idea what was going on.
0: So she pointed out the break that right right after and, and then the break and that was when Chris Rock approached her.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's the thing. Like what everybody during the break, what everybody was focused on at the time was everyone just going over to Will Smith and saying, yep. "Hey, you okay? We're seeing how he's doing and all that kind of thing." Yep. I, I don't think I don't remember anyone saying anything about what happened to Chris Rock. I more remember everyone just going over to Will Smith. I think Denzel saying, I'll pray for you. Or uh, right. And- yeah, Denzel
2: was praying with everybody. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: Something was happening was all about Will Smith. And then I guess the thought of kicking him out of there because that was assault, but they didn't want to because he was about to receive a big award right he's about to win Venus Williams and Serena Williams dad's movie it was so such a cluster cluck of a thing that I don't think we ever really knew what happened to Chris Rock right after that happened
2: yeah I don't think we really did we were very focused on Will Smith and all of that so yeah but I I do think that's interesting that of of all that nobody either nobody noticed that he spoke to Jada or whatever, but I do it, it was interesting. She didn't seem to have any ill will toward Chris Rock at all. In this interview that I read. Like I said, I oh, haven't okay. read the book.
0: Yeah. But yeah. she
2: didn't seem to like have ill ill will to anybody. I think maybe that's the other thing that I kind of felt was sort of faky was you'd at least I'd a bit embarrassed. I don't know.
0: Maybe we should do a little book club and read
1: jada's book
0: for everyone and, and see what everybody i don't know how big the book is hopefully it's not a big encyclopedia you, you know I, you know who i feel kind of bad for and uh, i i really like her is their daughter willow i think she is a tremendously talented individual I, I I don't know, but I f- had a feeling at least a f- several months ago or a year ago, I had a feeling she separated herself from all that. I, I love her voice. I mean, she is, she separates herself as a singer from her dad, definitely, because of the genre that she sings. But I, I feel like she has at least respectfully separated herself from the drama, but she still yes. does. I mean, but I've seen her, you know, really support mom, which you know she should, I and mean, she's the daughter and, and stuff. But um,
2: yeah, how old is she?
0: Old uh, is... I want to say she's in her twenties or early thirties.
2: Oh my god, really?
0: Uh, maybe, maybe more twenties. She's very young. She, mm-hmm. she might even be a teen.
2: Willow, yeah, Willow was, Smith. <laughs> I was thinking they were more teens, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm yeah, not this, familiar with her music the, at all. I mean, I know she's, I know she's a performer, but I, yeah. Okay, let me see. Let me see if I could find that song. I have
0: that song on my playlist. Uh-huh. <ottey> let me take you for a ride. Wow, that's really good. Willow. Take me for a ride. Meet me at our spot. Meet me at our spot. <laughs> i'm I loving it <laughs> i really want to play it for you um, <laughs> i'll play it for everyone i'll play a little snippet for you you'll you'll hear it and you'll be like ah you might it was That's who Smith? played it who played it i think moving played it hmm. if like if Click ninety eight nine was around, they would have played it for sure. And our new station right here, KPNW, may play it.
2: She is she's twenty two. Oh, okay. And she is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, she is
0: beautiful. <laughs> this is
2: one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever seen in my life yeah <laughs> yeah her oh my god her eyes are mm-hmm. she, what a beautiful woman
0: yeah and she I mean she could do her hair. sometimes she um she's gone bald for her mom she's just, a lot of times she'll have you know short hair I think I've seen her like wear long hair at one time and I mean she just she could do anything when she whipped she it because she
2: would whip your she's the she used to whip yes, her hair yes okay right stage. now mm-hmm. it's really short mm-hmm. but yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah 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 hmm. Huh.
0: Yeah. Fairly soon after the slap, I think she ended up on SNL. I was still made at will, but I was like, oh, my God, she's so good, though. And I, I don't want people to not like her just because of dad and or just because of mom or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm looking up all their heights right now because no she's way. pretty tall. Jade- yeah, but Jade is so small. Jade is 4'11". <gasps> Holy Oh, God. wow. Yes. I was wondering why Willow looked so tall. I'm like, Willow's not, she's my height. Willow's 5'7", and Will's like 6'2", mm-hmm. but I'm looking at this picture of Will and Jada. I didn't realize how tiny she was. She's like five feet tall. Wow. Hmm. Not that it matters, but I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. I knew
0: she was petite and everything, but I didn't know she was, right. uh, yeah, wow.
2: Sorry, wow. I should use the word petite. Petite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Are you guys on board? Let's do a little book club, or do you have time sure. to yeah. re- read
2: it? Sure. I don't know. How uh, how much time do I get? You know, I have a feeling it'll go pretty fast. I could probably read it in yeah. a
0: week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and maybe we could discuss it uh, in the in the near future.
2: Can? How about you guys? So you're, you guys are busier than me. I, I've well, been trying I have... to
0: read every night. Like, I have a, some favorite funny drama spy books, but I, I'm willing to give
1: that wow. up for you guys to read wow. the Jada book, if uh Well, I have some Audible credits, so I'll see if I can't listen to it. Oh, Oh, that's a good idea.
0: Oh, maybe that's a good idea.
1: She should. No, Will does. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious.
2: Jada Audible book. Yep, she narrates it. Okay, that's wow. good. Wow, you may be onto to something. You know what? I think I think we have a free Audible credit, too, so maybe I'll listen to it instead. Otherwise, of it.
1: it's 17 weeks if I, go, if I get it through the library.
2: Yeah, oh, and I don't want to necessarily yeah. pay for it. So, okay, I like this idea. Wow, 17 weeks to wait for Jada's book at the library?
1: Mm-hmm. Holy cow. That's, that's if everybody takes their time. Right, you know. but right. that's how many
2: people want to read it.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, no pressure, you
0: guys. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh my god do Do we really have time? <laughs> and will <laughs> she make me sick by you know some of the things, the whole drama thing with Will and her? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Or maybe we're doing people a favor, reading it for everyone, and then summarizing it with our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And well, any of you listeners want to join in on this book club thing? We may or may not do.
1: <laughs> feel free. <laughs> Yes. Post your comments below and we'll take them into consideration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what's our Facebook um what's our Facebook uh listen dot learn? Learn dot not dot listen dot learn dot uh, listen dot learn or not, I think it is. No, oh. it is
2: listen and learn dot or not dot.
1: Oh, AJ. 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 Why did you do this to us? <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, by the way, mm-hmm. speaking of AJ and the, the, the two people that originally were the hosts for Listen and Learn or Not this podcast. Uh, Priscilla. She got married since and she had a baby, a baby <gasps> boy. Oh, oh my gosh. button. So I thought I'd say congratulations. Oh, it's been wonderful. a while, but you know. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, AJ's
2: just rocking the world as he does, climbing every mountain. Climb
0: mm-hmm. every, every mountain, mountain. Every mountain. Yeah. Max is really growing.
1: He uh, wore a cowboy hat first day yeah. of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: saw that giddy up. So cute. <laughs> so cute. So just completely adorable. Yeah, and he's that kid's going to grow up. He is either also going to grow up climbing every mountain or he's n- like never going to do. Like he's going to be a gamer and just stay inside all day, right? He's going to be like, "I climbed every mountain before I was 6 years old. <laughs> I'm done with I'm done with the outdoors. Right? Now I'm staying inside." Mm. I'll be in my man cave if you need me. (laughs) (laughs) Man cave at 12. His, that's his rebellion. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we'll be hosting our first Dia de los Muertos celebration. Nicole
1: from Evergreen Washelli Funeral Home and Cemetery.
3: This is our first ever Dia de los Muertos, and we're really excited. With us being the largest cemetery in Seattle, it only seems fitting that we pay homage to this particular holiday and honor those who have passed before us.
1: Oh, that's unique.
3: I know it's being held at a cemetery, but it's definitely not a sad event.
1: No, 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 no. I've read up on this, and it's sure going to be some family fun.
3: That's right. We're going to have face painting. We've got some sugar skull cookies to decorate. A luminary parade through part of our cemetery. A live mariachi band. We're going to have some pretty unique photo opportunities and some traditional Mexican dancers.
1: Food trucks too. You, you always have me at food trucks.
3: We'll also have Mexican hot chocolate and a bunch of other tasty treats. Can't
1: wait. Oh, it's going to be awesome.
3: Thank you, Seth. I'll see you at the Dia de los Muertos celebration at Evergreen Washelli Wednesday, November 5th. First,
1: Aurora Avenue and all the fun starts at four. I
2: oh, girls, girl. I gotta go. I gotta all go. Right. Right. Okay. right. Well, thank you for
0: always being fabulous. And where can we find you on the socials?
2: I am still
3: on Twitter, although <laughs> I'm
2: starting to think about bailing, but it's uh, oh. uh, at Claire Beverly, C L A I R E B E V E R L Y, and also on threads at Claire Beverly Radio.
1: And Facebook, Coach Laurie, L A U R I E. And
0: Twitter, com. At I'm uh, D. Rest in peace, uh, Suzanne Summers.
2: Thank you for your comedy. We loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Come and knock on our door. And Jada, thank you for giving us things to think about. Yes. <laughs> and something to and read And do. <laughs> and, and do. do. <laughs> and do. All right. I love you guys. Love you. Love you. This is Listen and Learn. Or, or
1: not. not. See you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.